listening, Crypto Casuals. We're back again another episode here. We got uh, just Shadowy Coder and Cage, just uh, you know, just the dynamic duo here. Our uh, our third leg, you know, the tripod, the leg that doesn't go all the way down to the ground. Um, he's uh, he's spending his crypto riches in Vale skiing. You know, I mean, don't feel that bad for him. Obviously, you know, he's living like the other people live. You know. Like we can only hope to shadow me. So it is what it is, you know. He doesn't have time for us. He's out there with Lloyd and and uh, and Harry, and they're skiing. So it's fun. <laughs> He'd be mad if I said I was skiing. He was skiing. He'd say I'm snowboarding. I don't ski. He would correct me. So what's fun is um, what would I pay for a hoverboard? If it was a power board that was able to travel over water, like Biff Tanner's, yeah, where you could hook it up and have the other boards kind of you know hook up to it. That would be, I would pay a lot for that. That's um, interesting you mentioned that. Do you want to see what it looks like if a hoverboard travels over water? Yeah. Let me see if I can find this well, video. Only power. Only power boards. You know, McFly's board didn't doesn't travel over water. It gets stuck. What? McFly, I... you can't. Hoverboards don't work on water. Those boards don't work on water <laughs> unless you've got power. And Biff's got power. I think it was a pit bull was his. And, you know, they get the cords up. And then of course they he takes a swing at Marty and Marty drops into the into the water and boom they go right through the clock tower destroys the clock tower crazy is that that must be in number three because I haven't seen that is two Back that's number two? two I swear I've seen two two it's the one with the sports almanac a really good really good one they got I gotta brush power, up on self drying jackets and the self lacing Nikes you know those pretty oh, yeah. futuristic Nikes. I've seen those. One just went up for auction last week, actually, signed by the cast. That's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. And so, what did so, auction for? Oh, I don't know. A lot of money. Five figures. Um, you know, not not that much in ETH, but a lot in real <laughs> in, in in fiat. I guess is what we're saying. Although now it's more in ETH than it was. <laughs> so you gotta love it. So you gonna show me a hoverboard over water? No, this is a power board. Yes, yeah, so you gotta have power. That's what I said. That, that look at that. Whoever, whoever took this is totally ripping it off from Back to the Future. It's not just a hoverboard. If you're going over water, you need power. Straight from Back to the Future. So now we know, know, guys. Crypto casuals, you heard it here. So this is what it's going to look like. So let me ask you something. Hit me. That looks like a game my eight-year-old would see and not play. So why yeah. should we all be spending thousands of dollars to play that junk? Yeah. Uh, hoverboards, yeah, they're going for like $1,600 right now if you buy them online uh, on, on OpenSea. I, I don't quite see it yet either. I don't know. But, um, well, let me ask. Metaverse, an actual functioning metaverse that we're all talking about. How many years out is it? There's a few that exist, and they're still super basic. How many years out are they? Well, the it's metaverse that we're, all, that we're all building for, the metaverse we hear in its perfect form, you know, one wins or there's three, but we're all going to be able to use our avatars and our PFPs and our Nikes and our Rectifex, because I'm not saying it any other way. We, <laughs> you put it and, and we're going to be walking around, whether you're with your Oculus, you know, Oculus, walk around, and you're seeing people's art because everybody's going to have an art gallery in this. We're all, all of a sudden going to get some culture. Yeah. No one, No one I know has art. But in, in the metaverse, we're all going to have our, our very expensive art hanging on our very expensive meta walls. When is that? One year? Five years? Ten years? What do you think, Shadowy? Uh, less than a year. I think it's going to be less than a year. I think it's probably quicker than most people expect. Um, I think it won't be beautiful yet. 
it'll just be the start of it. But if you want to go see a proof of concept, I think it'll be there less than a year. Absolutely. Um, Who wants to see a proof of concept for what they're paying? Everybody's paying for way more than proof of concept. And you got to figure even in a year, whatever's out now, there's going to be better. Every day a new NFT comes out with better art, better 3D, something cool. Today it's hoverboards. Next week it'll be, you know, something else, you name it. So we're all paying our money now for what's out today for a metaverse that's not out yet. Isn't that a little dumb? I've been thinking about that too because it's – my analogy, it's like if if you – if you remember back to when computers were brand new, everyone was yeah. using those punch cards. Like, that's where we we are currently in the punch card phase of, you know, this new metaverse thing. So we're like struggling to get through it. It's grinding. It's slow. It's really difficult to send money different places. Gas is incredibly high. All these reasons that everything is super clunky. Um, yeah, and for some reason, there's still so many of us who want to be here figuring it all out because we see that this is the future. You know, the per- the people who got into computers at first. And they started figuring out the punch cards and they learned all the background about how computers work. Those are some of the smartest people I've worked with at, at my old job. And so that that could be us. If we just spend the time to like learn these patterns and figure out how, how this metaverse is evolving, like that's super valuable kind of tribal knowledge that we're keeping. So I think that's why there's so many of us here. I think the vast majority of people who are in the NFT space now, though, are in it because they see um, the ability to invest in it. Investors maybe, maybe that's a play on you know the metaverse, but I think it's speculative. It's it's people yeah. have seen people other people make money in the space because they were early, yep. and then come in and they are not early. And I'm of the opinion that if we have to keep telling each other how early we are, it's because mm-hmm. we're late. Ah, I don't. I, I disagree. I disagree. I, it's that I do tell myself how early we are to keep me like engaged in the community and not running back to my old job. Um, so I definitely use that, but I, I do actually believe it is true. It's, it really is true. Remember, I'm an old man here. So, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't understand half the stuff that, that you know, that, that's going on in the world. You know, people How? are paying thousands of dollars for web apartments. Can you live in it? Like, is it a place to store your online version of you? We're, yeah, it is. Because our, our presence is increasingly becoming online. All the social media was the first step, right? It's it's where you basically built your brand online. And so this is just a natural next step progression of it, the metaverse. This is where you're going to build your brand with a little bit more detail, with 3D, 4D actually. But you can decorate your apartment the way you want. You can buy the cool motorcycle that you want. Or in this case, it'll be a hoverboard and a jetpack. But yeah, this is where you get to really create your own brand now. It's just the next step in the evolution. Well, what can you do with a jetpack? Funny you asked. <laughs> you float so around, you fly around the metaverse. Can you take the person's hover pack and board out into another metaverse? Do you have to keep it within a self-contained unit of their metaverse where it works? You do. You do have to keep it in self-contained metaverses. So, like, whoever owns the metaverse gets to decide which avatars get to come in and play, which which companies can create the jetpacks, which companies can create the fashion and all that stuff. So, so there definitely are gatekeepers in this, the metaverse owners of the land of this, the place you're in, they are a gatekeeper for sure. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. There will probably some be, be some big feuds about like why sandbox isn't letting, you know, JDU in or something like that, but there's, that will happen for sure. Hmm. But you want to see what, uh, how, let's see, I'll show you what this, Jetpack's gonna look like. So these these two images I've showed you, or the one image I showed you already, is for Jadu, which I've been pretty into lately. 
Um, J do? What's a J do? All right, let's let's start from the beginning then. So here's the J do jetpacks. It's on OpenSea. Scroll down, and these are what the jetpacks start to look like. What's J do? Forget about a jetpack. What's a J do? It's like artifact. It's like it's like it's just another brand. It's whatever brand. Um, it's it's just another brand. But in this case, J do is creating their own metaverse. Okay. I gotta go to salsa. Ooh, right. salsa plaster. Oh, metaverse, and in this metaverse, for three point seven five ETH, today's money, you know, around fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah. So, you know. Um, Buy a jetpack. You can have a jetpack to use in their metaverse. In their metaverse. Nobody else's. It's true. So what's interesting, this, this specific metaverse that we're talking about, I'm interested in because it's kind of new. Um, but, oops, that's not what I wanted. Let's see if we can get this video to play. And what's this video? How do you get into this world here? So right now I'm on jdu.ar. Okay. Dot, dot, no, slash NFT slash so, jetpack. So with augmented reality, you have to wear an Oculus or something else to get into your augmented reality land here or no? Or you can do it through your phone. Through your phone. But um, yes, because JDU is creating a different kind of metaverse. It's a it's an augmented reality metaverse. They're calling it the mirrorverse. Um, but it's just a it's just a layer on top of the real world. And for right now, it looks kind of just like it's fun. I have the same question you have. Like, what are you going to do with this jetpack once you stick it on your avatar? But you can see this little dot right here. Is there an avatar flying around with these jetpacks? It's coming closer to the screen now. And that's what it is. And so that's why I asked you the question, like how much would you pay for an NFT jetpack? Nothing. Because right now they are going for 15K. Yeah, nothing. Because to, 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 to have a video, like to, to, I mean, I don't get it. That guy's just bouncing around. I mean, can't you do that for free? <laughs> In the metaverse, uh, it's gonna take, you know, you do have to walk, you do need transportation. In the metaverse, it's not like you can just like press a button and teleport. Although that would be cool. Um, yeah, that's why well, people are buying up. Jeju sells Jeju teleporters. That's what, or invisibility cloaks. That would be cool too. But you know. But I mean, it's funny you should say invisibility cloaks, right? Because it's great that there's a metaverse there, right? And Jeju is something that no one's ever heard of. But now they're starting from scratch and building up their metaverse with fifteen thousand dollar jetpacks and hoverboards, right? So you mm -hmm. think the coolest thing is an invisibility cloak? So we've seen brands come into the space. Pepsi dropping their NFT today, allegedly, although it was late. Budweiser dot beer dot ETH, right? Twitter dropped their NFTs. You have uh, Nike, Adidas. You have all these brands that come in. Those brands all have head starts with huge consumer user bases, right? So, mm -hmm. and and what happens when when Warner Brothers, you know, Time Warner, whatever it is, says we are creating the Warnerverse? And in it is already built out like a Harry Potter world where you have invisibility cloaks and you have all of that IP in there and they can, you can do magic in their metaverse, right? And you, you can't do the Disney verse, right? Because it's very different, right? It's a competitor. They'll yeah. have their own, you know, if you want to go hang out with Mickey Mouse in their verse, you can do the Disney verse. Like how do, do we expect after spending $15,000 on that pixelated piece of junk that J do is going to be able to compete with something like that. If this is really as successful as we, and this is a serious question, right? And maybe it's an old man question, but if this is going to be the future, like we all think it's going to be right. We all think it's going to be the future. How do we expect J do to compete with these multi-billion dollar companies that will already have 
all of the IP, all of the user base, all of the fans, and the, the ability to kind of segue those experiences into your real world better than like a J-Do would. Like, is it really the smartest thing in the world to bet on that startup? I mean, maybe it is. Maybe J-Do will be the next Warner or Disney. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I guess that's what people are betting on. That's a lot of people in the space have said that, you know, if you remember Tom Bilyeu's founder's key, like he wanted to be the next Disney, but you're right. He, he has a, what happened huge... to that, by the way, that Tom Bilyeu thing. Um, yeah, it's not been doing great lately. Didn't uh, he so refunds? yeah, he's given out refunds, but the, the price really isn't dropping below mint price. Well, below floor mint price. Um, but he is giving out refunds cause he wants to keep his people happy. And cause he knows he's in this for the long game and eventually, you know he's happy to buy the tokens back because he knows later and later on he'll be able to sell them for a profit you know but he wants to keep his community happy he's selling off now because basically what happened is they didn't keep the floor price up high enough for people to feel like they were actually getting returns and want to stay in the community basically he's struggling with keeping the community engagement up but okay I understand what you're saying, Disney-wise. You made a comparison. I took you off yeah. the rails a little bit. I have a tendency to do that. So talk <laughs> okay. about J-Do and how they're going to be able to compete with already established companies. It's going to be hard for them. It's definitely going to be hard. They don't have you know, already the built-up structure, the corporate system, the whole team that works together. They don't have the you know the IP that Disney has spent years and years and years building up already. So mm-hmm. like, there's a huge, uh, you know, huge mountain to climb that other companies don't have, too. So that is a good question. But it's not... But, um, you know, there's a great example yesterday. Artifact uh, just got acquired by Nike. Mm-hmm. And that sent their – here's one of them. Let me share this again. It sent their um, mint vials, clone vials. So, like, you can have an Artifact avatar, but yet they don't exist yet. You can just buy the clone vial, and eventually you can redeem it for an avatar. Those went from 4 ETH to 14 ETH yesterday. So, you know um, – all because of the news that Nike bought them. So it's not like these companies have to do it all solo. Like they're going to get bought up and partnered with, and that's going to bring huge returns for investors as well. So there's multiple ways to play it. The, the, the thought is that Jeju could be something that's bought by Disney. It could be. They or could have their, they could have jetpacks. Yeah. Yeah. Or it can create its own thing. Like there's always room for disruptors in this. So there's always going to be someone who thinks about it differently, does it differently, does something new. Right. If Disney creates their own metaverse, they're going to create a Disney metaverse. You know, that will be cool. Some people will like that, but some people will also want a different one as well. There's there's room for all of these things here. There's not just one that's going to take over. So no oasis, no one thing, no one user user, you know, experience for everybody. Is that from uh, Ready Player One? Ready Player One. Good book. I really enjoyed that one, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely interesting. Um, it lets you know that the, what we're all talking about now, and everybody who thinks they're smart that this is going to be it, that this is something that's been talked about for years. It's been something that people have been trying to do. Augmented reality, you know, yeah. virtual reality. It's been around for decades, yeah, in some form or another. Um, you know, the only difference now is you have apes that are worth three billion dollar market cap, um, <laughs> and people are like, "Wow, I got to get in the next one of those." <laughs> and what you said, it's funny, you know, like, you know, your, your clones, which it's funny. I was on Twitter and saw the news and saw the clone floor price um, about three and was like, I should buy one of these. The Nike news. I don't know anything about it, but obviously that news is going to make this thing go up. Yeah. Um, and I didn't. And clearly I should have. But it's not because, wow, 
I believe that this is now a great thing at this price. I mean, it's $50,000 for what? For for an avatar, right? I yeah. guess a Nike avatar that they're going to put stuff on. You know, there's 20,000 of them, the clones? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess that's not that many when you talk about how many people there are that might want to get in a Nike thing. But who's to say Nike doesn't buy 50 other so that everybody gets an avatar? And then there's really 50,000. I mean, so in, in any event, it's the, the thought there is, I mean, from a purity standpoint, right? Did you want to buy Artifact for four because you were going to sell it for 14 the next day? Or did you buy it because you think even at 14, it's great to be in there because that's the future, right? That's going to be what you want to be, one of those clones. Have you looked at them? No, you can't see them yet. I'll, I'll show you. They're oh, just... Yeah, yeah put, type them up. The clones are available. The clones are available? All right. Mm-hmm. This, I'll show you what I'm looking at. Yeah, go for it. This is what I'm looking at. All the, the mint files. A Clone X mint file, but, but, but go into the actual Clone X. So those are more expensive because you could get some sort of a rare one. But the clones are out there. You know, they're, they're, they're out there. I think there was like 13,000 the last time I checked. All right, this is just a scam then because there's only 49, 46 that, here. That's not the right one, but that's what they look like. I mean, somebody put a, a fakey one up there. But I mean, if you just go on Twitter, you, you'll see people are putting them out there. But somebody fractionalized one today, um, you know, giveaways for them and stuff. You just so, in, like, Clone X. so Cage, well, yeah, sure. what would you be excited for the metaverse to give us? Or is there nothing here that can pique your interest and, and make you like seriously believe in this? No, I mean, the metaverse might be there. I guess my thought is what's difficult about it is that if we really are early, the amount of money that's being thrown at the early stuff doesn't really make much sense. You know, it's we're all basically putting significant amount of money into penny stocks and prospecting. And Prospect. and you have to go into it. It's not about excited or not excited. I, I do realize something is coming of this. I definitely don't think there's a usable metaverse in a year. I think there'll be completely different versions and then there'll be some consolidation. Um, and the one that succeeds may not even exist right now. And that's the interesting part, right? You know, you never know which one is going to be the one or two or four that, you know, wind up being the deal. So it's not about, like, not being excited. It's about, you know, maybe preaching some, I don't want to say caution, but when you hear, you know, somebody just bought or, or those vials are, are $50,000, let's say, right? For what? For what? For the, if if we're believing what we're saying, that's because that will be one of the avatars that now has Nike attached to it. You could probably put Nike stuff on it to walk around the metaverse. Mm-hmm. What metaverse? Which one? All of them? Are there two? Are there ten? When? In a year? So somebody is putting plunking down fifty thousand dollars now, which is more than the median income in the United States, and way more in many other countries, for the potential. And that one, because Nike is now putting in on that one, will allow you to put that avatar to walk around the metaverse whenever said metaverse exists. Mm-hmm. That is old man pump breaks. <laughs> so that it's not about excited, not excited. It's you know, it's you know, it's you know, metaverse may not exist. That's another part of it. Yeah, you know, I'm with I you. I would not. I would not buy a 14k, 14 ETH mint vial. I wouldn't. Well, I, mean, I wouldn't. But that's it. also gambling. You know, that's yeah. like buying the mutant stuff, and then hoping to get one of the rare mutant apes. That's all gambling too. It's gambling. All, the vials all gambling. So, <laughs> um, 
That's what this whole. That's what most of this space is right now, except with a dashed in little bit of of uh, you know like hope, <laughs> hope, but then just like optimism, optimism as well, because all of this is like no one buys these things just to own them yet. Like maybe the art, but this metaverse stuff, it's a lot of speculation. Just hoping that later down the line, someone else will buy it from you. You know, it's funny, man. You know. We can't have it both ways, right? You know, we're gonna we're gonna say that we are, um, you know, this Web three, you know, this space is great because the big companies are garbage, and we want to do it our own way, and we want to have decentralization, and we don't want to have these big companies and big government doing our thing. We're gonna build it our own way. We're all gonna be decentralized. Everything's gonna be out there in the open. Everybody's gonna know what everybody's doing. You can't hide. There's no fraud. There's no nothing, right? Now, if you check out Rex and Effects. You know, on Twitter for the last couple of days, number one, even before the Nike stuff popped, there were all kinds of drama about the better artwork, the reveals, the holding mm-hmm. back one of ones and the rares for the insiders. And then you got people who are friends with the developers out in Seattle tweeting, hey, guys, wait till tomorrow, the day before the Nike announcement. You got a lot of insider buys before the Nike announcement. I believe it. And I mean, it's it's. It, the whole thing is an interesting it's an interesting thing. And then even though we're all in this space saying, you know, the heck with those old stuff. We're building something new. We got our own thing. We don't like the old stuff. We want the new stuff. When Nike comes in, it's a big party. We're yeah. all celebrating. Nike, guys! Nike! Nike! We're big daddy Nikes here. But the point was we were all building our own thing. You know, does Nike really provide that level of credibility to, to to the space to the stuff is that really what it's about is it does it make you feel like okay well i'm investing this money clearly because th- this investment from nike is probably a, a hair on the ass of their r&d <laughs> you know what I mean? like this is this is like you know they invest in a whole bunch of things that lose over time they just need one of them to hit so yeah. you know them putting money behind something like this does not necessarily mean that they are, uh, you know, they're all bought in, and you know they they're gonna spend the rest of their uh, year investing in nothing but the metaverse. That's true. Probably back. <laughs> um, no, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, if the narrative is that you have to be wearing an uh, Rex and Effects clone, you have to be one of those twenty thousand to wear a pair of Air Jordans in mm-hmm. the metaverse, whatever metaverse that might be. That's got some value. It's got yeah. some value. I can understand why people might be interested in that. Yeah. Um, that gets me excited. Wearing Air Jordans gets me excited. We got food delivery. He left. I scared him away with my Air Jordans. We got the clapper. Clap on. We're um, back. He's back. No, so I mean, listen, dude. I'll tell you, it's a, it's an interesting space. It's like everything else, right? When when the going's good, everybody's happy. The discords are popping off, and everybody's loving life. And when crypto is down and the, the, the floor prices are down, it's a dog eat dog world, man. Everybody's biting each other's heads. <laughs> Nowhere near as fun. Just like everything else, you know. It literally is like everything else. Even so that brings me to this. Shoot. So I was just looking at the NFT trading over time. So this is a daily chart. You can see all the 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 excitement going up. It's kind of hard to see. Biggie, right, August. We're yeah, we're in August right here, mm-hmm. and then October again, September, October, and then a little pump in November was exciting. But then all of December has been pretty flat over here on the right, which is kind of interesting. So, so that's, you know, this is when projects start to kind of fall in on themselves when no one's making the money they used to make. Everyone starts getting 
I don't know, scared or anxious or bored, and then they just keep moving their money around. Um, so this is why I want to ask you, like, what typically happens in December and January? Is this a is this a kind of curious time of year that yeah, changes really people's behavior? Though. You know what I mean? Like the you know, there's no real history of this stuff, right? I mean, you would say that the summertime is usually a slow period for stock market. You know, usually the the, the market picks up after Labor Day, after a real slow you know period before that, because everybody's on vacation. Whereas here yeah. in the NFT world, August was huge. The whole thing popped off in August. You know, yep. this was like the biggest month, right? Remember, it was all yep. over Open Sea. But I mean, look, you know that chart you just looked at there. You can throw that chart up for Top Shot. You can throw that chart up for you know sports cards in the last year. You can throw that chart up for everything. And basically, what's, what what I think you're saying is, you know, we're early. Coinbase is bringing a whole bunch of stuff in. I think we're losing a lot of people. A lot of people came in with the promise of money riches profits because mm-hmm. they saw all the profits that were being made they saw punks you know for a couple thousand dollars going for a half a million dollars they saw boy yep. apes for nothing going for you know a couple hundred thousand dollars and you know it there was a point in time where if you got into anything in april may or june and you had it in august it was worth money it was it, you were doing fine you know what i mean um and i mean this may sound blasphemous to some people but is the art in world of women so much better than the art in anything else that comes out the answer is uh, is is an emphatic no it looks like a kid did it it looks like you know like anybody could code that stuff i mean it's great we can hold up you know yam karkai as the artist of that stuff and say what a great artist she is and i'm sure some people like it arts in the eye of the beholder but i never understood the love that world of women got for its art it's not art I mean, I guess it is art, but it's not, it's nothing so fancy. Like I'm sure anybody could copy it, right? Mm-hmm. It's not fancy 3D stuff, you know, it's nothing, you know, crazy that I see. Um, and yet because it came out in July, it was early and August, everybody jumped in and was like, Ooh, we got to get in the world of women. Yeah. If world of women came out now, you know what would happen? It'd get three lost in the noise. Three days after the mint, everybody would be losing money. Yeah. Guess what? In World of Women, the day after the mint, it was below mint price too. I know because I minted forty. Um, <laughs> and you know what's funny about it is, is you know, even that project, right? Even that one had a four four at one point in time. It's one and change now, and that's after some crazy pants came in and swept the hundred of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, even those, there. It's let me just say this: it's been a real fun ride, and I can't wait to stay on it. Right, but. I am a firm believer in what Gary Vee says, that 99% of what's out there right now is going to basically be worthless. And you're seeing it. And I have fallen victim myself, you know, buying into these projects. And I'm like, wow, this has great art. It's got a great team. And and you know what they do? And the Discord's great. Everybody's positive. But it doesn't matter. Because of the stuff you talked about. We're clunky now. There's gas. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, any momentum is just killed by somebody looking to get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's difficult, and it's difficult for anything with a floor below a certain price, because all of a sudden you're paying two times what the cost is, or three times what the cost is just to pay the gas to actually yeah. buy the thing. So. What what also kills it in this space is that, like, we're so impatient, and it's so new that we haven't learned how to just like sit and hold and watch and wait. So we and and money is easy to move around. So because of those two things, like we get impatient with the project, and we see this one popping up, and we see that one popping up. So we're like. We're moving money all over the place um, and not really, I don't know, sitting long enough to invest in something and let it build momentum. 
it just starts crashing when well, attention goes somewhere else. Of, of things that came out early on, what investments have actually gone up over time besides a pump, besides a quick, like yeah. this one minted last week and it's done, <clears> not, and besides a, you got lucky and you were in the one that Nike just happened to buy, let's see what that one does. That's a couple of days old, right? Besides the early stuff, besides the CryptoPunk, which by the way, you know, if you invested in a CryptoPunk in the last month, you're not a happy camper. No. You know what I mean? Besides yeah. the board apes, besides, you know, some of those, you know, What's what's gone up value because you've held it in the last three, four, five months? The answer, I believe, is nothing. Pretty much nothing. It's all quick flips now. That's why we did the episode last week on it's timing the market, not time yeah. in the market right now. Yeah. But so is that is, is that a symptom of like December and January? Or is that just because this is where we are in this fragile, un, kind of undeveloped world right now? Like, are, is this typical of what December and January would be? People selling for profit or people selling for loss in order to harvest tax gains? Well, part of it is the December harvesting for tax losses. I mean, people are literally listing things for zero. Huh. Zero, just to get out of it. And I will volunteer that if right now, I could, I have probably 100 things in my wallet that if somebody wanted to pay the gas on, you can gladly have it. Take it. And that's I agree. part of the problem. You know what I mean? It's part of, it's part of the big problem. So part of a problem that people are going to have with taxes of a problem that you know people are going to have with starting projects maintaining mm -hmm. projects what about what about back out to, to crypto just the coins now mm -hmm. like are you invested in any crypto or are you going to hold through J december and january or are you just going to let this volatility ride itself out and see what happens on the other side yeah i mean i have because i've been selling nfts i have you know plenty of eth that i've been holding that's gone down in value yeah um you know so that now it's like 3,800 the last time I saw. Fair enough. Luxuring between 37 and 3,900 today. Bitcoin's in the high 40s. Um, yeah, I mean, look. So it's, it's like, people. So it's people selling to rebalance their portfolios because crypto's gone up way more than any other traditional investment this year. So they're getting, they're like reducing yeah, their position. Remember what, what that you know uh, you know remember what it was a year ago. And anybody who's been in ethereum for a long time is making money remember it was 4800 bucks not so long ago you know yeah. and people are people, you know it was 1800 bucks in the summer in may yeah. may we're down to the 1800 so you know a year ago it was less than a thousand eight eight hundred bucks that's what i mean so i mean people who've been in it for some time they have a, a significant amount of money and it's, it's nothing wrong with you know taking some profits year end you know lock in your lock in your gains um you know the ethereum theory is if everyone's right, you don't have to pick the right mm -hmm. metaverse. You don't have to pick the right jetpack or the right hoverboard. Um, the fact that there's going to be one or five and the fact that Pepsi is dropping mic drops and the fact that Twitter has their NFTs and the fact that Nike is involved and Adidas is involved. The one thing that links all of those things is they're all on ETH. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. So, you know, that would be my you know, my thought behind why, you know, ETH will go up, will go down. But, so, you know, it's when, when, I would think. Now, now you're making me think. When we, when I bought, so I own one of the hoverboards. When I bought my hoverboard, I was making a bet on the hoverboards and I was making a bet on the metaverse and the metaverse is on Ethereum. So I was making a bet on Ethereum. That's like a triple parlay. Is that like three, three levels of risk that I have? Because if any one of those falls through, yeah. kind of out. Yeah. I mean, Ethereum, I would think, would be the safest bet because yeah. you could be right that there is a metaverse. You could be right that people want to have jetpacks in it, but you could be wrong about which metaverse you're investing in and which jetpacks you're investing in. Totally. But, but 
the, there's going to be somebody who's right, and most likely that'll be on Ethereum. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the, the thought process behind just being in ETH, because you don't have to pick the right NFT. You just have to believe that there will be a right NFT and that that NFT will be on ETH. You have to believe mm-hmm. that you don't have to pick the right apartment. You don't have to pick the right land. You don't have to figure out whether it's sandbox or something else. Mm-hmm. As long as one of them is the right one and it's on ETH, ETH's the play. It's the one. Yeah. That's All the, right. That's the thought. I like it. I could be wrong. Remember, the supply is there. You know, Bitcoin, you know, is, you know, people aren't building on it, but there's a limited supply of that. Um, you know, very different investment, I think. I mean, ETH and Bitcoin seem to be tied together, but the investment argument for Ethereum is now being more based on utility, whereas Bitcoin is being based on that limited supply and potential store of value. Yeah. Didn't it come up the other month, though, that this is the first, like, there was, there was one, uh, one day last month where more ETH was burned than produced? Just through the transactions. Okay. That's what I heard. I got to look back into that too. But that that might be the new trend now. So ETH might be capped as well in its own yeah. different way. I mean, if you're burning more than than using, yes, then definitely it could it could become deflationary. I would think yeah. it's probably an odd day or an odd couple of days that happens. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure it could happen depending upon the amount of transactions. Remember, you're limited right now until we get to ETH 2.0. Mm-hmm. You know, how many transactions can be done and, and all all that stuff you know the miners are um they they get by the short and curlies um yeah. but yeah i mean listen look, look there are entities to be excited about there's a lot of stuff in the space to be excited about um you know and i guess what i would say is um you know there are people who are thrilled to be here they're buying the stuff they love. It's the same thing we tell people in the card world, right? You know, buy what you love and you don't have to worry about what happens. You know, if you are buying into an art NFT, buy art you like. And then you yeah. don't worry if the floor goes from 0.04 to 0.08 or from 0.08 down to 0.03. You don't worry about the daily fluctuations of it because um, you like it and it is what it is. Um, the last thing I'll say is this. It is um, important to unplug every now and again. And here we are talking about the metaverse, right? It's... Uh, it's about plugging in and staying plugged in. And everyone's going to have a, a vested interest in you remaining plugged into that, right? Mm-hmm. So the unplugging that I'm talking about is at least the market has 9 to 4, 9.30 to 4. It's got trading hours with a closing bell and you can stop and you know reconsider. And then there's a news cycle and the whole deal. This stuff is legit 24-7. Mm-hmm. There's no days off. There's no hours off. You could literally be glued to trading this all day, every day. And there are people who are. And you're right. The money is able to be moved around fast. Boom, 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 this and that. And, you know, there's uh, it's easier to move in and out of positions, which doesn't always work out. Mm-hmm. Unplug every now and again, folks. Before you get addicted. You, you know? can have the metaverse. Just, you know, know there is an u- actual universe out there that's pretty cool also. Spend some time in that every now and again. That's right. <laughs> words of wisdom cage thanks for sharing with us oh man you know okay, go you know go smell the flowers the flower girls are cool but you can actually smell a real flower every now and again too you don't have to you don't have to do or you can do both right do both. But your flower girls will still be in your wallet you go smell rose you know outside and come back you <laughs> flower girl in your wallet you know what i mean it's all good you could give your wife for valentine's day a flower girl and a tea and a bouquet of actual yeah, flowers. Okay. Like you can you do them both right it's an end thing well, guys, this is a fun episode. 
little uh, little December downer, but the market is down. But you know, shadowy coder is here to tell you that if the NFT market is getting you down, buy a jetpack. <laughs> hoverboard, that'll cheer you up. <laughs> a little hoverboard, a little jetpack, and realize you know at some point in time you're gonna be able to wear that jetpack with your Nikes or your Adidas and your Avatar and whatever the heck else you got going on out there in some metaverse coming to a coming to a theater near you sooner than later. Dude, I think it's gonna be cool. I'm excited for it. I wanna, I wanna do an AR post on my Instagram of my dude with my, uh, with my hoverboard like Ollie and over stuff floating on the water. I'm gonna do that soon. Really? Mm, no, because the metaverse <laughs> won't be ready for a year. But when it is, <laughs> when it is, <laughs> gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right, Shadowy. We'll talk soon.